Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 3rd of um, October now, huh? I guess October. Hmm. Uh, remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. And it's still fun that it was you guys last night. Some guys, you know, it always makes me happy whenever it's uh, like uh, 150 maxers, OGs, etc., who are winning. A couple of guys I talked to afterwards who, you know, it's their first big win, so that's great. Um, but, you know, I think five out of eight of them are known sharks because it means that being a shark means something, right? Like these are the guys who all, all the time were enjoying their tilts because they're on the right stuff. We think they're on the right stuff. We think we're playing the right game, you know, with the subtext of their tilts. And so it's kind of confirming that bias, right? Or yeah, that is what it is. But, you know, um, yeah, it's still, it feels good to know that all this game theory we talk about all the time really turns into practice. And I mean, it's not tough. You check the bank account. Let me get Haywood Highsmith on screen. I got I got a bank account with a lot more money in it because of that. You know, it's not hard to check that it works once it works. But before it works, it's always nice to, to see the results like that. Like I was probably grinding at a reasonable volume for three months, four months before I had a big $10,000 hit. So, you know, it'll happen. Um, but it's good. You know, I'm, I'm happy for the guys. Solid lineup. Good principles. And uh, fun, fun overall slate. Let's have another one tomorrow. I got a few in the big tournament and I wanted to go back over last Saturday. I think it was because it's a four gamer. So a four gamer is particularly weird. This is going to be a particularly unusual four gamer tomorrow for the first day of the playoffs, right? Because we're going to not have starters for the last two games for sure. Probably only the first game when the first game starts, but also we kind of know the starters is the playoffs. So they're going to play the best guys, maybe the very bottom of the order. Not a hundred percent sure, but for the most part enough that you can set, lineups in the morning now and be reasonably sure yeah actually all right yeah I, I thought these were the lineups this is from the past so i'm reviewing to see whether the settings that i was thinking natively are appropriate or too broad so i was thinking about should it be 500 dollars of wiggle room or a thousand dollars of wiggle room for i think i'm gonna run 20 tonight yeah probably run 20 so or at tomorrow overall lineups maybe i'll pair it yeah i probably won't run 20 in the big dollar tournament i probably run whatever. 10, 5, something that seems positive. You know, I want my most positive ROI lineups to have more behind them on ROI principles. You know, you want to put more money behind your best horse. Um, but anyway, so enough of silly, you know, structuring of your competitions. We probably should make another video on that now that I think about it. But I looked and I checked my settings. And if you do $500, uh, all but two of the top 20 uh, are captured. And the other two are captured by a thousand. So it depends on how um, your your risk tolerance. I'm probably going to stick with 500 over a thousand because that captures so much of the. Uh, I think that constrains the phase space in a reasonable way. At this stage in the, the MLB season, we're super, super, super efficient. DraftKings has a guy that's like me on their end who's making sure that everybody's priced right. And it's been long enough in the MLB season. We're not getting crazy values. Also, it's the playoffs, so no hitters are going to be like wild values. We may have a situation. Where are these games? None of them are in fun, fun like um, no Cincinnati games, no Colorado games. You know, it, it's just a bunch of baseball games. We got reasonably good pitchers who are playoff level, wild card level, but you know, game one pitcher level. So you're going to get four runs, five runs, a couple home runs here and there. And you hope to get lucky with it, right? So 
but settings, these are our settings. Have I not actually clicked build yet? No, oh, that's too bad. Let me actually click build just to see where the optimizer gets to because I did set some constraints. I thought I had the lineups there, but that's okay. I wasn't going to show you lineups anyway. I just did want to say, so I, I've paired down the pitchers. I think the only ones in play are Gaussman, Luzardo, Burns, Glasnow, Lopez, and Wheeler. I haven't said quite all of the pitchers. There are two additional pitchers you could go to if you're playing 150. Probably should get some fat in there um, if you're doing 150, just because he's another cheap option like Luzardo, who really does have upside. Milwaukee's not that good, but he's not that good either. And the leashes are short. So that's the other thing. So leashes are very short on pitchers in the postseason. There are only three games in these wild card um, playoffs. These teams have more than three starters. Like they are not. There are going to be some starter-level people who are not expected to pitch in this series who are ready to go, right? And so you're not going to see Fat out there struggling. You're going to see he gives up a run, guy on base, boom, he's out, whatever the next guy is coming in. I don't know. Probably not Bob Gardner. I haven't paid attention to what's going on with the Diamondbacks this year. That might be funny. Um, but, yeah, some, some long reliever coming in for uh, them. But, yeah, these other guys, if you got a gut call, go with it. Gaussman's obviously the best. The reason Gaussman's obviously the best is not that he is projecting for the most on Sabersim. It is that Milwaukee has the most, or Minnesota is the worst at strikeouts in the major leagues. 10 strikeouts a game. So you might even, I might even boost some great ads there. I'm probably going to get a better website for some of these sources, some hilarious ads popping up. Uh, okay. I, geez, I'm not even screening this. So my, these are not, uh, no endorsements implied by, uh, by use of websites or random things that pop up on screen. <laughs> I just noticed it. Um, okay. But, uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think I'm going to goose him even a little bit more. He's got by far the most upside. Toronto don't, doesn't have <laughs> other great options. I mean, I just said, obviously anybody can get pulled, but, I think he's got the most upside of guys who have upside. So 80% is a bit much. I'll be at 70, 75. I just have to react, you know, have some level of my gut call. Wow. Don't want that much burns at all. 50s enough. And he's not even that value guy. Yeah. I'll take 40 him and, and like 50 Luzardo is where I was thinking I'd get to max. I know this is a thrilling radio for you guys listening to the podcast. Always good to have you here. Also, at this point, I suppose I can fill time by saying, please uh, like, comment, subscribe, depending on the platform you're most comfortable with. I always do really appreciate the engagement. Um, that was really awesome yesterday. Yeah, Sully, or I, I confused a couple of these guys who have bro and uh, uh, in their um, uh, names, but I got a really nice retweet or a quote tweet from one of the OGs who I'm always posting about anyway. And yeah, I'm like trying to learn from and stuff. And so it was really nice for him to say, hey, you guys should go listen to this guy for NFL. And uh, so, you know, this is the ML MLB show. And really what I'd like you to listen to me for is for the game theory, right? Like I'm the only thing I really know ball about is basketball. The rest of these things I know game theory about. I've played like I can show you the roto track or whatever for the various sports. The ones I'm, I'm willing to talk to you about, I'm positive on. I don't need the edge. I don't feel like there's. There's just so many possibilities for a baseball slate, right? They're like, we're not going to wind up on the same lineups when I tell you to play Gossman, Luzardo, and Burns, and whatever stacks I'm going to tell you to play in a second. But my stack leans are not going to be like, yeah, we're not going to be that pot much on any stack. 40% probably is going to be my limit on any given stack, just because like it's the Wild West out there. Who knows what game pops off? Also, like I just said, 
it's not really even popping off, right? This is the playoffs. Games are not going to go, I mean, hopefully. I hope no game goes wild and crazy, and it's like with the best pitchers winds up being 12 to 2 or whatever. So probably you're going to be, when your stack goes off here, what you need is the three guys who hit a home run in the game, the four guys who hit a home run in a game or whatever. So, yeah, I can think of those guys on those teams there. So Philly, Toronto, and Texas all have a bunch of bashers. I think that makes a bunch of sense. And yeah, we'll stick with that. So I, you know, we'll see also tomorrow. We don't have weather like uh factors and stuff yet. So I'll update on the um the thread if we have any updates tomorrow for weather. Uh, like if I've if I boost, you know, one of my favorite things to do with this current version of SaberSim is to change the projection of runs because then the way it changes, the way it samples its own um sims is amazing it, it takes like a subset of the ensemble and creates a new ensemble which if you're a super big nerd and loves st- statistical physics is awesome and like i wish i could do that with like statistical physics um you know visualizations and stuff so maybe get saber sim over in the physics realm nobody's doing that nobody's doing physics nobody's listening to these videos about physics so anyway um great to have you guys and we'll see you again for game two, not sure when that slate will be for baseball, but getting to be the end of the season. These are probably going to be mostly NFL and NBA videos coming in the future. So, yeah, and a lot of showdowns. That's what I like the most is uniqueness and showdowns. That's where I feel like people have different goals. And some people are trying to build their bankrolls and stuff. And as a result, most people are in that phase. And as a result, there's a big opportunity for people who aren't just trying to build their bankrolls, but are trying to build their number of houses or whatever, you know, like to try to level up, right? So that's what I'm trying to do. And hopefully what you're trying to do, you're using leftover money, money you're comfortable gambling with, and you're trying to level up like to go, I have this house here and legitimately why I'm trying to win a million dollars, you know, really a couple hundred thousand, whatever, is to buy a condo in Austin. I would like to go there too. You know, I'd like to have multiple houses. I'm not going to tell you where in Austin, but Austin's cool. I like Los Angeles, but these are the, these are fun places to be. And, you know, have have fun things like that. And when you win, don't freaking gamble it away, guys. That is, that's problem gambling. Do not do problem gambling. When you have the big hits, number one, set aside a bunch for taxes. Number two, go have freaking fun for a long time. Stop like sitting at your computer, right? Like you can keep winning money at on the freaking beach, you know, make double check the gambling laws and connectivity issues, whatever. But have fun because that's part of it, right? Like I'll, I'll forward. No, we're going to do probably Monday Night Football video. Hmm. Yeah, maybe I'll do the, um, I got a couple of these early videos in my, uh, so I'll put the playlist here of my big picture series so you can see like allocation, bankroll management style, contest selection, how you set up your council of dudes, like the whole process. But then there's also the mental process. So that's an important video, but you don't get that. So like the sixth video, but take care of yourself, man. Like that's first, first order of business. You can't be out here like fidgety making decisions. None of these guys are winning a bunch of money being problem gamblers. We're out here having, I mean, okay. There are definitely guys who are making decisions that are, (laughs) sorry, there are 150 maxers who are definitely making bad decisions a lot. It's not true that there are no 150 maxers who are problem gamblers. I should should definitely walk that back. But you can learn from a lot of them as long as you're careful what you're learning and that it seems like it's paying off a fair amount for those guys. Um, Yeah. So this rant at the end has gotten weird and long. But my general point uh, remains, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it. Every night, somebody's got to win that money. And hey, first night of the playoffs, they got some serious money up top for baseball. Let's get it.